Hello, and welcome to the Internal Customer Handbook, a work culture podcast for people leaders. What was originally a book idea subtitled 52 Weeks to Improving the Employee Experience has now morphed into a podcast recorded on very unprofessional equipment. So glad you're here. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, it's Wendy Conrad, work culture strategist and founder of Your Happy Workplace. And today on the Internal Customer Handbook podcast, we're going to be starting with week one. So this was originally a book idea called the Internal Customer Handbook, 52 Weeks to Improving the Employee Experience. And after kind of hemming and hawing about it and not sure how to self-publish and kind of dragging my feet, but really wanting to get this content out there, uh, had a conversation with a friend who suggested, hey, you could turn this into a podcast. You know, gave me several ways to get the content out that wasn't necessarily the traditional book in your hand. Um, suggested a podcast, and I thought that was brilliant. So here we are. So the first week of the book is kind of like to orient us for what this book is. Um, Because self-care is not new. We've all heard that term. How to deal with workplace stress articles are not new. People quitting shitty jobs is not new. What makes the great resignation different? Everybody's talking about the great resignation right now. And if you're listening to this in the future, I'm recording this in April of 2022. So it's all about the great resignation right now. So what's changed? People's threshold for bullshit has changed. The onus of responsibility has shifted collectively from, hey, you're stressed, go take a bubble bath, to, hey, we're not going to work in an environment that causes us this this much stress for crappy pay. And quite frankly, it's about time. So telling our teams to take better care of themselves is not the answer. Work is not supposed to make us miserable, tired, sick, despite what the world and funny memes would have us believe. The way we work, the way we think about work, value work, and measure success is an outdated and toxic system that does not work. Well, it works for some people. So, who does your work culture? work for? Is it pro-employee or anti-employee? If you were to describe your work culture, would you use these kinds of words like supportive, nourishing, safe, purposeful? Or would you use words like draining, stressful, exhausting, disengaged? How would your team describe the work culture? Does it feel uncomfortable to think about taking responsibility for the experience your team is having? 
If it does, that could be because these are muscles that have rarely or never been used. And that's not how we've been taught to, quote unquote, be the boss. It's time to kind of unhook ourselves from, hey, this is the way we've always done it, so let's keep doing it that way, and creating some new muscle memory. Because if we want our businesses to survive beyond the next decade and create a pocket of disruption to the status quo corporate systems that have existed beyond their expiration date, who's with me? (laughs) It's time to have uncomfortable conversations with our teams and practice some hard honesty with ourselves as leaders. So ask the team to describe the work culture. That's a great first step to kind of diving into this work. And this can be done anonymously. (laughs) You can do it online, a one-question survey, or depending on what your team dynamic is, have face-to-face meetings with people. If you do that, I suggest the meeting be brief and solely for the purpose of having this conversation and not kind of piggybacked on some other conversation. And this will serve as a starting point to beginning this work. Ask the questions, listen, take notes if you have to. So this is kind of the introduction to what this podcast will be. Each week. Sometimes they'll be quick, like today. Sometimes they'll be a little bit more in-depth. But each week, you'll have some tips, some actions that you can take back to your teams, to your workplaces, to start to develop and cultivate your work culture practice. Because I think as a society, this is not an arm of our businesses that we're incorporating into our plans. We're looking at marketing. We're looking at how to get customers. We're looking at finances. And all of those things are important. But if your team culture is crap, you're not going to have a business, especially now. The needs and the expectations of our current workforce have shifted. Not just because of the pandemic, but because we are changing. We've changed. And the younger generations who are coming into the workforce, they want something different. They want something new, not business as usual. And if we resist that because, quote unquote, that's what we, you know, we've always done it this way. Work is supposed to suck or whatever. Then they're going to go work for somebody else. So this is our introduction to the internal customer handbook. Who's the internal customer? It's your team. I hope you'll join me again for our next episode where you can take these tips back to your teams, and I'd love to hear how it's going for you. We'll see you next time on the Internal Customer Handbook. This is Wendy 
on my non-professional podcast recording equipment saying bye for now. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Internal Customer Handbook Podcast. Please subscribe and share with friends. Want to send an email for the mailbag segment? I'd love to answer your work culture questions or hear your bad boss or toxic workplace stories to be shared right here on the podcast. Email me at wendy at yourhappyworkplace.com. Want to support the podcast and my work? Contribute at throwconfettiatme.com. Yes, you heard that right. Throwconfettiatme.com. It's an actual website. My dog agrees. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.